fuck. Oh, you don't want to start with a drum no, roll? No, no need for a drum roll. <laughs> you don't want to start. Episode 63. Each every, every episode, more and more, you're scaring me. Why? I don't know. You're doing things that are, like, way out of the norm. I feel like every episode we have to do something different, and we're up to number 63. So it's kind of, this is the, you know. You don't want to end up like SNL. The making grinding beats on the lunch table episode. <laughs> So I feel like every historic. Episode, you're right. Every episode, we're just you know we're changing it up. We're doing the things. Going to high school in Harlem. That's all I really heard during lunchroom. Quick thing, Snapchat mm-hmm. go to hell. Cause Why? What happened? They locked my account for what? I think because I used like a third party app to like upload a picture, which I sent to somebody. Because I, I didn't feel like sending it to them Facebook because they don't really use Facebook. And I don't really feel like sending it on Instagram because that's mad. Like, I never thought Snapchat intimate. would ever be, like, a prude like that. Instagram lets you gangbang them with apps. Yeah. So it's, like... Like, it's, that's wild. It's it's fucking insane. So, like, for the pet, for the next about probably 12 hours, I can't use my Snapchat. So, wait. They let you know that you're blocked for 12 hours? Yeah. Well, they said you may not be able to use it for 24 hours. And I thought that was, like, wild long. I was like, this is cruel, unusual punishment. Me who... I know, and you got punished on, like, National Nudes Day. Yeah, I what know, What if you got, right? like, nudes sitting in your account? I, I hope they're still there. I hope, yeah, I hope so, too. I hope they're still I hope there. they last. Um, We have a guest on our show uh-huh. this week. Um, Long-time fan and listener of this podcast. And just all around... Probably the first person to ever mention me outside of, like, the Russell Rap group. Sure. Like... Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to you getting mentioned. Yeah, I know. Outside of that. So we have Eric G on the podcast. What's up, Eric? Eric G, Ill Roots family. What's good? What's going on, y'all? What's good? Not much, man. Like, you know, how do you, how do you feel? I, I'm assuming you've listened to most of these episodes. How are we doing, at least? <laughs> <laughs> just like man, a, just y'all a... are doing great because I didn't get into podcasts until like probably a couple of months ago. Okay. And I think the first set of podcasts that I ran into mm-hmm. was, like, probably the Rap Radar shit. Uh-huh. And then from there, it was, uh, I think it was Brilliant Idiots from there. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. That's I can't good. remember well, exactly how, like, I, I won't say it was the Rap is a Work episode. Oh, with, with Justin? Drive, with Justin? Yeah, that was a dope episode. I love that episode. That episode's a classic. You listen to Tax Stone, Tax Season. I think he's too Brooklyn for a lot of Episode, people. I whatever. think he's too Brooklyn for a lot of people. I think he might, yeah. It's, but I, he, he's going to be he's gonna be the fabulous of podcasts. <laughs> the first time I heard that podcast was uh, the Joe Budden episode, and that was all I needed to hear. <laughs> I didn't even listen to that episode because everyone kind of overhyped it. It was like he just left the room because he was angry. I would have left the yeah, room, too. I about it and shit, and I was like, fuck it, let me check it out. And the nigga has a series of mixtapes. I was like, this didn't even get that heated until, like, mm-hmm. the halfway point. And right. I was like, well, he's I just an, wasted my time. For like he's an emotional point. dude. He's yeah. got a series of mixtapes called Ordinary Love Shit. Yeah, songs and <laughs> like, shit. Think like, think about mood, that. Mood music. Mood music. So it, it is what it is. It is what it yeah. is. But, you know, yeah. shout out to everyone who's tuned in thus far. If you made it thus far, congrats to fucking you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just want to talk, to, I guess, to Eric about, like, because you said you, we had a conversation briefly and you were just like, oh, you know. You wrote for other blogs prior, you know, to get on the Ill Root shit. Like, what other? What yeah. was the other blogs? All right, so uh, this is a. I'll, I don't want to talk y'all's head off or nothing like that. Sure. Like super crazy. So the story goes back probably to like the last year that I was in the military. So I'm I'm from Michigan originally. Went straight out of high school into the Air Force. 
I did the Air Force for about three years, and then I figured out at the end that eh, I don't know if I want to do this shit anymore. And plus, like, we were going through, like, a whole lot of stuff, like, just in our squadron, and, like, there was a bunch of job changes and, like, a lot of, like, a lot of unfair pickings, and so I just kind of made it in my decision to leave. But around that time, um, I was, like, I was, like, on Twitter, but I wasn't, like, super involved with, like, everybody how I am now. Like, I was just kind of starting to get there. Right. And so a bunch of my friends would always ask me for music, and I would always just point them out to different shit. And one, like, you should just have your own spot where people can just check out all the shit that you're into. And I was like, man, I work a 12-hour day, Jeez. like, every day. Like, if I fly when I'm in the Air Force, it's 14 to 16 hours. I was like, man, I ain't got time for that shit. But then I thought about it more and more, and I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it. So I made my own website. Um, fuck, I can't even remember what it was called right now. That's how long ago it was. Like, <laughs> what year is this? Was probably like, hold on. This is like 2013 okay. when okay. I first started. So, oh, no. Actually, no. My fault. I remember what it was called now. It was called Midwest Coast because I was moving out to the West Coast. I'm, I live in Arizona now. So I was moving out to the west side, and I'd already had family out here. And actually, my older brother, he was rapping for a minute, and he had the name of a project called Midwest Coast. And so I asked him if he mind if I use that for the website. So I was using that for, for a little while, and slowly but surely, this shit started picking up. From there, um, I don't know if you guys know who Chops is from uh, Complex. Yeah, I know who Chops is. He wouldn't yeah. know who Chops is. Well, I, I know of him, but I don't like know him personally. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. complex credit. Pretty, pretty much same here. We like never like had a conversation on the phone or anything. Sure. But um, one day he recognized, you know, my my work, and he uh was like, "Hey, um, I know this position over at um, over at DJ Ski. DJ Ski starting up a new website. Mm-hmm. Are you interested?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I started. So I was running my own website, and then wrote for dj ski then somebody i can't remember who it was but somebody else took notice from dj ski and they was like do you want to write for al lidstrom and so i was like yeah like continue my name out there continue spreading spreading my shit out like yeah so i had my own site i was writing for dj ski and i was writing for al lidstrom and the shit was just it just became way too much like I, I heard you talk about it before, Meals, like yeah. how you can like just super burnt out, like super easy, mm-hmm. especially by doing like going through the motions of it and just like like putting like words to a fucking keyboard and you don't even really know like what you're even writing anymore. Right. So I was getting to that point and I was also at a point where I felt like I was at a lot of spots, but I wasn't really doing what like I wasn't where I wanted to be at yet. So fast forward to 2004, so like 2014, 2000, like late 2014, early 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, me and um, and Cliff Skywalker, shout out to Cliff, the guy who uh, gave me the spot on Ilroots in the first place. Nice. He, um, I don't know if he noticed that I was writing for the sites or if he saw that I was just looking for something more. 
And so me and him had a conversation and he was basically just like, you know, like if you want to write for Ill Roots, just um, we'll go through like a little trial period, see how everything goes. And then from there, um, we can talk to Mike Wax and uh, Mike Carson at the time and see what they think. And um, I did it for about two months. And at the time I had like just I was like fresh out of the Air Force. So right after I got out of the Air Force, I found out they were like, hey, we, we really fuck with your shit. You're really consistent. So we're going to have you on, on the squad. And yeah, it's been, a, it's been a very, very nice journey ever since then. Nice, man. Yeah. Lit. That's yeah. very, very lit. Like what is, the, I guess, in trying to pinpoint, I guess, um, the direction of, because they're one of the, I guess, I don't want to say one of the only blogs, but I see like, blogs tend to have like they'll post anything really it was just like any right. sort mm-hmm. of music any, any sort, sort of thing news. there's no real like sort of consistency some sort of um fine line of things that they post where mm-hmm. sort of illroot sort of has that it's just real more of a cultural thing is mm-hmm. that like something that they really something that you guys really like work towards in terms of just creating this like direct sound is just this catering to this certain people and not really just going all over the place with your with whatever you guys post. Yeah, it's well curated. Well, for me, I I've been a fan of Ill Roots since I was in high school. Right. So, and that and I graduated in 2011, so that dates back like I was a fan of them when I was I think like a like a junior coming up and that was where I got all of my shit from all the time and it stayed that way pretty much up until the point that I started writing for them. Right. And um, one of the things that I always fucked with Ill Roots for was that it didn't just lead me to music. It also led me to, like, different clothes that I liked. Like, they always posted all of the shit that I always wanted to cop. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, like, this certain relationship with certain artists right? that I picked up on that I was like, damn, like, how are they getting these looks? Like, how are they, like, connecting with these guys? And... Uh, now that I'm a part of it, I kind of like, I kind of get it. It's because we really go the extra mile to prove that, like, I want to, I want to not sound super cliche here and say like, we're not like just a blog or sure. whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. you're not. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are way more than a blog. You know, you know how niggas like to say it. Right. You say it. <laughs> it's niggas but, that um, couldn't get their music up there that always shit on you. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's niggas that couldn't get their but, music up there. Yeah, like Illrus was just always like it always led me to things that I didn't find before. Mm-hmm. Like, um I'm trying to think of who I think honestly, I don't think I would have well, eventually I would have, uh, because all of us did. But I'm pretty sure it was originally Illroots that put me on to Travis. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would have never I wouldn't have never knew who Travis Scott was as early on if it wasn't for Ill Roots. And I didn't know like how much we had worked with him in the past. And so that really like transpired to a lot of stuff. Like I remember I remember when Days Before Rodeo was coming out. Right. It was when I was like I I was like fresh on the team. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they were stressing to me was yo when it comes to certain when it comes to certain things that come out it's just important to be one of the first sites with it because mm-hmm. if you do that most of the traffic will come there like we'll get 
a lot of the um, content that we need. And it's just great exposure to know that, hey, we were the first ones to get that. And a lot of other people who may not have known about Ill Roots now, now know because of said thing. So when Days Before Rodeo came out, I think I was like on my way home or some shit. And, like, I'm getting text messages with, like, the artwork, like, track list, all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas in my text messages hyping it up, like, yo, it's about <laughs> to drop, it's about to drop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? And they're like, oh, shit, I'm doing this. Oh, shit, I'm off about to fucking, like, go eat or some shit. And I'm like, damn, I'm not even home yet. And they're like, well, you're the closest one to the crib, so you got to do this. And I'm like damn if this was like my first major thing that i had like pushed on there and i'm pretty sure that like like i he dropped it and i got it up within like maybe five minutes or so damn dog yeah that's how it is man that's really how it is (laughs) you gotta get a wi-fi hotspot fam you gotta it's like motherfucking head running you just gotta fucking go like the coyote's not catching your ass yeah yeah you gotta get a wi-fi hotspot tuck it in your headband but speaking i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Telling you, get that a laptop. You could write. You could write articles anywhere. Speaking, of, I guess speaking of putting you on the Travis Scott, like when it first listened, like what's the what's what's a lot of music you listen to? I guess um, in your uh, growing up or even like before Ill Roots, like what's the like who are some of your? I don't want to say favorite artists. I only say that because I don't really have favorite artists or like for right. artists. <laughs> but it's like what's some what's a lot of artists that you like listen to like a lot, sort of growing up and shit like that. Um, I think the first major, like, first, like, major memory I have of, like, just my love for rap music in general, mm-hmm. for sure, the first album that I ever bought was uh, Get Rich or Die Trying by oh, 50. Nice. Um, now, at the time, it's funny because, like, my mom didn't let me listen to any music with with cussing in it. Right. So, like, if I wanted to listen to the explicit version or whatever, I'd have to sneak and listen to my brother's shit. <laughs> Shout out mm-hmm. to Shane. <laughs> but, um... How old were yeah, you when, when it came out? You said what? I said, how old were you when it came out? 2003. Like... Oh, shit. Let me think. I was 10 years old. Wow. Mm. 10 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the first CD that I bought. Like, I just remember playing this shit over and over again, and... I didn't know what a lot of this shit was talking about until I got older, but like fucking 50, uh, the whole G unit movement, like that, that was my shit. Like at first when game left, like I was mad as fuck. Cause I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. But then like, it was weird. Cause part of me was like, damn, I'm still a fan of G unit, but like game is just going at these niggas so fucking heavy right like i remember when 300 bars and running dropped that me shit too. <laughs> yeah that shit mind fucked me i was like how the fuck is a nigga just going off on these 15 straight minutes he wrote that shit on a scroll nigga <laughs> part of that shit is written on a scroll because you can't like you can't even type that on your phone you ran out you run out of characters at that no, year like man you really can't like that i i don't like that rap genius page must be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I know the annotation. It's, it's probably like a wiki page. It's got like sixteen different writers, or it's I like know, a Beyonce right? song credit. Like it's got like eighteen different <laughs> writers and shit. That's funny as fuck. Um, but yeah, man, g- glad to finally have you on the podcast. Um, it's been a long time coming. Yo, did we lose him? No, we didn't. 
You He's sure? still there. Nah, I think we lost him. Find him. Hold on. Inconvenience, man. This is this technology. The Wi-Fi is bad today. We got you. Yup. All right. See, cool. I told you. He's still, he's still here. It was it was wild. The Wi-Fi here is. <laughs> Nigga, what what if he stood really really still just to fuck with us? What if he just what if he stood really really still just to fuck with us? Like the nigga just. Oh, the frame is frozen. Oh, the nigga's moving again. <laughs> it's like those niggas that dress up like robots at Central Park. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, I, I guess. I went to New York City once in my life, by the way, and I was like 12. How was it? Was it crazy? Um, Two biggest memories from there. I remember going to the MTV building. Mm-hmm. This was like when TRL was still popping at the time. Mm-hmm. Like We had a cousin that worked in there. And she tried to get my brother tickets to go on the show. Dumb. And yeah, they they was it was like they was not letting niggas up there. For sure. <laughs> no, that sucks ass. Barely any niggas up there. But um but nah, I remember <laughs> okay, yeah, I got a funny I got a funny New York City story actually. I remember going um to Harlem with my family. Mm-hmm. I went um I can't remember where exactly in fucking Harlem, but it was I was with my mom and my brother because my dad was out doing some other shit. And um, we went, I was like, I really wanted like a pair of Jordans Mm -hmm. because at the time, like I like all my friends back home were starting to get them. And I was like one of the only niggas who didn't have them. (laughs) Nah, fuck that. Like, and we're out in New York. We got to get them out here. So uh, I think it was, it was all right, so I, before I, like, go into, like, what happened to the shoes, like, afterwards, so <laughs> it, was a, it was a pair of, like, the, the cement fours, mm-hmm. but they were all black mm-hmm. and, like, fucking suede and shit. At the time, like, I couldn't tell, like, and I didn't know what the fuck the difference was between real and fake Jordans and all that shit, so I was just rocking them bitches probably at fucking school. Like, y'all niggas can't tell me shit now, like whatever and then a week later i'm uh walking home from school and i don't remember what i stepped on i stepped on some like sticky ass shit on the ground like walking home from school and the and like half of the whole sole on the bottom of the jordan just fucking started Yo. ripping off i was like what Yo. you got canal street jordans my nigga yeah you definitely got canal street not even like I don't know one some dude on 125th. Oh, 125th. The niggas that sell the incense, the white t-shirts, and the phone cases. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, I got Jordans. Like, I got Jordans. I got Jordans. And it's like Jordan <laughs> leaned over on the side of the thing, just like gasping for air. <laughs> these ain't Jordans, nigga. These oh, are Pippins. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's, that's crazy. I I didn't wear Jordans for like five years after this. Show. I was like, fuck. I'm not. Yo, my oh. sister. My sister worked at Champs, and she worked at, um, no, she always worked at Champs. She worked at Champs, but she started moving up the ladder. So she tried to kept, keep buying me, like, like nice, like, high-quality shoes and shit. Like, this bitch bought right. me, like, powder blue Tims in middle school. I'm like, yo, I look like a lesbian. <laughs> this is crazy. Yo, that's so crazy. Yeah, nigga, they had powder blue. You got They had every color to match a do-rag, nigga. Every, every color. Every color to match a do-rag, nigga. Every color, bro. Every every color, yo, it's crazy. Yeah, yo. Speaking of Harlem, mm-hmm. um, Cam and Joel's dropped a new track. Dropped a new track this week. It's called Oh Yeah. Oh Yeah, and it is the most. It it literally is like stuck in audio time. 
Yeah, that's what's crazy yeah. about it. Yo, they're so consistent with like what they do. It's like they don't evolve, but at the same time, I still enjoy it from time to time because it's yeah. not like they're o- It's not like they come out with a track every week and it sounds the same. Right. It's a, it's so two thousand three. Yo, dead ass nigga. <laughs> yo, that track is. Dead ass reminded me of a single off Purple Haze. I was like, yo, yeah, like, yeah son. It was weird. It's like he. But does... it was. But it's weird because it's dope to me. Like I yeah. heard it and I was like. Fuck, man. Like, I was like, I feel like I'm fucking in a, I feel like I'm stuck in a time machine right now, but the shit is still lit. Like, I know. Yeah. I think it makes me, I think what, I don't know. Cause I'm like on the fence about it. Like, it's still really like dated, mm-hmm. but it's still like their yeah. classic sound. Like, you know, like Ron Isley isn't going to start doing like some weekend shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, he's going to stick to doing what he does best, which is like soul baby making music. Yeah. Ron Osley singing down a hallway doesn't sound too good. Does it? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we, don't, we don't need, we don't need Ron Isley singing about coked up women. Right. But yeah. Like cheating on him. He'll, he'll, cause he'll that nigga get cheated on every week. He'll adapt to the times. He'll put like an R Kelly on it. Or, like, some rapper on it or mm-hmm. something along those lines. I feel like they could have, like, included maybe, like, I don't know, what works for, like, Fat Joe, French Montana. Oh. Just include French Montana. Nah, I feel like Ron Isley could make a track, but it had to be with someone that's, like, like J. Cole or Kendrick if J. he's going to be contemporary. Nigga, he's, like, 60, 70, dog. <laughs> if he's going to be, like, contemporary. Dude, he's and he's like... just really just singing the hook. And it's probably, like, a refrain from one of his more famous that's songs. Cool. But, like, I don't know. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's, cool. it's like, classic them. Mm-hmm. It's classic. It's cool. Nah. Uh, like, I think it either was, like, a year or two years ago, A-Track was, like, like he did a track with them, and that sounded fucking amazing. Was it? Dipshit? Dipshit. That shit was fire. Because it was, like, that heat maker style of production taken to, like, a higher, like, more apparatic level. It was cool. That shit was a fire-ass track. Yeah. So The only reason I'm mad about this track coming out is because... Niggas are gonna have hope that like this Camon project is coming out again. <laughs> like I just don't have any hope for it. No, especially those like five volumes that he dropped. Like yeah, within the past, like yeah, like I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's not. It's, and it's... I love Cam. Yeah, man, I always love Cam. Yeah, you yo, know, his he's... Reddit page is so funny. You know, it's even worse than hoping. Oh, I haven't seen this. You know, it's worse than hoping a Cam album comes mm-hmm. out. Hoping another Jewel's album come out. What do you mean? <laughs> because that's like hoping. First of all, first of all, I put that right up there with like a Dipset compilation project. That's something we're never going we're to get. We're never gonna get. You're never gonna get Jewel's second album. What's the game been missing? Like it's. What's the game still missing? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> What's Jewel. the game still missing? <laughs> that's game fucking not funny. Missing right. I Help know. me find my eyebrows. <laughs> it's crazy. That should have been the title of the album. Help oh, me find my eyebrows because oh, they're stuck I'll... underneath the sweatband. Yo, so all, I guess also in new music news, Ti dropped a new single, "Dope." Mm-hmm. You you like Ti? No, no, actually I don't. Was he like your the least favorite part of the 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 Bankroll Mafia? Rodney yeah, Steve? he kind of was, but he was very consistent on it, so it's dope. Like he makes good music, I just don't like him as a person. Why not? Because he a fuckboy. Why he a fuck? He's got the Diddy syndrome where artists under him just tend to go, and that shit is horrible. I mean. Plus, Gucci Mane pressed him at his wedding. <laughs> Gucci Mane pressed that. him at his wedding, and that's what makes Gucci the GOAT. I didn't I didn't hear that. Gucci Mane pressed him at his wedding, sitting by the punch bowl, no shirt on and a gun. 
No. Nah, he was there. Or he was <laughs> either that or he was coming up to the house. That's funny. Is there footage of that shit? I want footage of that. I want to know who the wedding um, photographer was. Because yeah. I want a pic of Gucci Man, ice cream fucking tat on his face, gun on his waist, just aiming at this nigga. I want, fit- I want footage of Gucci going to fucking T.I. and Jesus' birthday bash in Atlanta. Remember when he talked about that shit on The Breakfast Club? <laughs> I forgot Yo, about first that. Of all, like, first of like all, I he's... was in that bitch, and them niggas ain't do shit. They dapped me up and stuff. I wanted footage, footage of that. That shit was mad funny. Yo, he's one of the only niggas to make Charlemagne sweat and like almost crap himself. <laughs> I know, right? It's yeah, because Birdman brought an entourage, and like niggas was not shook. But no. this nigga Gucci Man there holding his fucking belt, <laughs> talking about he gonna slap this nigga. Jeez, man. Oof. He was um, like, I got so scared right now. They was looking around like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. Actually, you know, before I give my opinion on this T.I. track, I have a very quick Gucci uh, question for y'all. Mm-hmm. And my homie was talking about this shit the other day. Shout out to my, shout out to my homie, Zach. Um, we were asking, because Gucci's supposed to get out, you know, when, yeah. I think like in what, a couple months or some shit like that? There's a counter. There's a counter somewhere. Yeah, on yeah the I internet. saw that too. But who knows? <laughs> you know how real that is right but um you know a lot of people are talking about like this new wave of like soundcloud rappers and shit yeah coming out and like they all kind of sound the same or whatever blah 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 and like a lot of them niggas come out from atlanta so my our main question was and we kind of like dived into it a little bit but not all the way who is Gucci gonna fuck with out of this new generation that he didn't fuck with before he got locked up? Ooh, um, he can give a lot of shine to niggas. I feel like he gonna like first of like, all, Brick Squad. Like, I feel like he'll fuck with Playboy Cardi. Yeah, but Brick Squad like, has this like, habit of scooping young talent. Like Brick Squad scooped up Young Thug before Young Thug was really popping. Yes. Yeah. Which a lot of people still don't know. I feel like you mm-hmm. would know the answer to this more than I, I feel would. like. I feel like he fuck with Yachty. And I feel like he's a, he's one of those that. niggas that needs tutelage. Like he needs a mentor. He needs yeah. he needs a mentor oh, to guide him and give him aim. He needs a vocal time. coach. <laughs> I saw Yachty for the first time in L.A. like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I had I never heard a song from him. Never heard shit. Oh, and it was it was for it was actually for Ill Roots party. It was uh it was uh Sunny Digital, and it was a Young Jake art exhibition, mm-hmm. and um. And Yachty was performing there, and this was the first time I ever heard of this nigga, like, ever. And he was up on stage, and he was just this, like, the most wild animated nigga from Atlanta that, like, I'd ever seen, probably. And I was just like, damn, like, because for me, like, I don't know how it is for y'all, but seeing a nigga live and seeing him, like, like, seeing him live for the first time without hearing his music and then going back to hear the music kind of gives me a slightly different perspective yeah, on. Yeah. So like when I heard the music like for the first time like when he was performing like uh, I I I hear a lot of people say that like they don't understand like what he's trying to be like what he's trying to do. And when I saw him up on stage, I saw him as this young ass goofy <laughs> like not in a bad way cuz I know niggas like to use goofy in a bad way nowadays. Yeah. But like goofy just like young kid who just wanted who just wanted to fucking shine right and the crowd really fucked with him which made me be like okay there's a reason why this whole like all these niggas is going crazy for him let me check out and see what the what the fuss is about 
And there was, you know, there was hit or miss for me. Like, I was like, okay, he can rap on this. I don't know if I like him on this. The low boat tape came out, and I pretty much, like, kind of had the same inclination. I was like, okay, this shit is hot. This shit is, I don't know. But as a whole, like, there's just something, like, interesting about him that, like, Mm -hmm. is just, like, he's, I don't know. He kind of he kind of reminds me of like when McConan first came out. Yeah, but, I feel like he falls in that some, class. Some a little more like uh, in the words of Meals, not a little less zesty. <laughs> less zesty. He's a little coach. more well-rounded too. I feel yeah. like he's more, yeah. but you know, but it is what it is. Exactly. Um. Oh yeah, but the Ti song. Um, we completely went off track. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I like the sample, but that's about it. Yeah, it's a it's a he samples Aaliyah's "Rock the Boat." Oh fuck no! Which was like the closest well, you'll get to hearing Aaliyah on any streaming service because <laughs> oh true whoever whoever owns like her record label is like you niggas are not getting any of mm. this shit. Title don't have it. Spotify don't have it. Apple Music don't have I it. I think Timbaland misplaced the records. Nah, it's definitely <laughs> not Timbaland's fault. I he th- said I misplaced the records, <laughs> but it's like. It is what it is. I didn't like the video. I thought the video was way too glossy, um, more glossy Wait, than did usual. Art came out for that. Yeah, it came out on title. Um, oh, I don't oh, have title, oh, but it was like one of those things you could watch like for free via title. Oh, yeah. But it was just way too glossy, just like way too like even like whatever you like. I could understand. I, I remember that video in terms of just like you can have a girl. You know, that shit is just way glossier. It's just too glossy for me. Um, but the song, I think it's like it's growing on me. But you know, I'm not sure how much how I'm gonna like this in the long run. And I assume you didn't listen to it. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see that on my feed, nigga. Yeah, this nigga. If I see the words T I J Z or Fabulous, I, I don't really click it. That's crazy, man. It's not. Carl's fab hate is fucking hilarious. Who my fab hate? Yes, I'm tired of him because it's like, it's like outside of Brooklyn, no one sucks this nigga's dick. Sure. Like no one cares about what the things that he puts out and then they're rating it like so highly and it's like his lyrical quality just keeps like sort of declining his last tape was okay but like everything yeah. after that what is it after there no there is no competition too everything was like a super yeah. downhill slope after i mean that. i like summertime shootout but that's that's, that was uh, like the last tape yeah that was the last tape that and was it was me. decent yeah it was, was decent because he wasn't stuck in that new york super new york right he's trying new things right getting new features from yeah. new artists um Wale also dropped a single this week called My PYT. Um, Does it sample Michael Jackson? Pretty much. He just uses the yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and Mikey may as well have. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, oh, that show was too expensive. Nah, that shit is probably like a promo single. I don't, I don't like money. anyone thinking they can sample PYT just because it's such a classic record. Like, even if you put it in today's thing. Like, you know how, like, um, Ghost Town DJ's My Boo is just like... It's like on the radio in rotation now, and it kind of still sounds like it could be in rotation. Yeah. That's how I feel like Pretty Young Thing is. It's sort of a timeless record. Yeah, it's a timeless Timeless record. record. And I don't know, on like, this is supposed to be like, you know, he has the records for the ladies. He's like, Mm -hmm. like, Bad and like Lotus Fire Bomb Bomb. and like The Matrimony and And all this stuff. And some of those were like my favorite ones. And the body. Well, I think this is because this is so like less soul. Mm -hmm. I think he's really in the pocket. When he goes for that, like, really just sort of soul element to his love mm-hmm. songs and things like that. But this is really, like, a, a mustard-esque beat. 
with like this this like trying to channel I Michael Jackson. What happened? I said I expected to hear Mustard's tag on the song. And yeah, it's it's very. It's that West Coast feel. It's tame. It's so tame. It's just like wait, uh, who else is on this record with him? I, I guess some some other dude. I'm not sure. I mean, it's he, like fake Tiger. Yeah, he knows. Nuts- Friday young thing. <laughs> That's O.D. True. Fake. He bought like budget Tiger. Sh- <laughs> oh man! But he's, he, he announced his album Shine, so I don't I don't know when that's coming out. Oh my God! Is he gonna be like full Orthodox Jew on the cover of the album? <laughs> that's funny as shit. I mean, I, I'm ready for a new album because I didn't really like the album about nothing. I thought. Yeah, it had like it had a lot of throwaways. Yeah, oh, a lot of throwaways. It's and even like the gifted before that, it had like its records, which like were strong and then like a lot of records that weren't that and then he made such a big fuss about it like why wasn't it you know i feel so bad for him because he's brilliant but at the same time he's too smart sometimes yeah he's too smart sometimes and then he tries for too many like soulful poetic concepts that don't exactly mesh together and keep us interested right like he'll barely ever have like a club single like bait Bait and Clappers, and which were the bait? bait and Clappers were like the same song. That bottom half is fishy. What you a mermaid? mermaid? Yo, bars, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. We got Travis Scott. Oh, the announced... unreleased joints. Oh, I didn't. Well, I didn't listen. Did you listen to the unreleased joints? Yeah, of course I did. I snatched some shits up quick because I wanted to see like what. Because I thought it was gonna be like the weekend's unreleased joints, which were like sort of demos of other tracks, right? Which were cool and shit. And then I listened to that one, and I was like, yo, there's, like, the Roscoe Dash one was, like, a, threw me for a loop. I was just like, yo, this is very old Travis. So, um, he says new album on the way, I believe. It's called Astroworld? No, no, no. That's the oh. album. That's the third album. He announced the title of his third album without even dropping his second album. Mm-hmm. And, like, the second album is named, crap, I just had it. It was, like, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight or some shit like that. Yep. Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Yeah, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Are we ready I, for new Travis? Um, I feel like the I feel like Rodeo still has like a lot of more mileage that they could take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's got a contract he's trying to get out of. I feel like that's why a lot of them just nah, throw these albums I don't out there. Know. I feel like I could. Whose contract would it be? Good Music or Grand Hustle? Grand Hustle <laughs> as a rapper because he's under Good Music as a producer. Yeah, I feel like. Here's the thing. I feel like I can understand his method mm-hmm. and that he needs to go on to the next step with, like, the success of Antidote. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's time to, like, build. And now he understands what gets, you know, what what's going to make him more known. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this and start recording a new album. Artists have done this in the past. But I feel like Rodeo still has, like, Maria, I'm Drunk and... A lot more Night records, crawl. yeah. A lot more records that what the one with the weekend, pray for love. I feel like he has a no, lot more records on this album that could just like go the distance. But Him, I mean, I mean, like I also want to see who's going to be the executive producer of this album. Will he have cans with Kanye and Mike Dean again? Because they made such great work together on the last Kanye, album. Kanye don't have time to executive produce anything. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. He's always somewhere. I feel yeah, like he true. could executive produce at the end. He was like, "Nah, this is good." This, ain't this good. is good. Take that out. Take that out. Less horns here. Just put some screams. <laughs> put some screams on that and just. Hey, you know, hey, hey, hey! Do that thing you do that 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 weird humming thing that like sounds really good. 
do that thing. Oh man, what do you feel about what do you feel about new Travis, Eric? Um, I feel like he hasn't. Um, I I agree. I feel like he hasn't given rodeo enough of the shelf life enough to just go full fledged into this next one. Because it's like, I feel like, like you, like kind of you said, I feel like Nightcrawler could have been a single. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was, like, it was popping in, like, clubs and shit like that. But other than that, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, he, I feel like he pushed Antidote super far. Yeah. And then once, like, it, like, just exploded, everything else from it just kind of vanished. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he went on tour, and it's like... Oh well, I ain't gotta worry about the rest of this shit, nigga. Like yeah, I'm, I'm on tour, got it. Like I'm good. Like I ain't. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta worry about putting out another video for or whatever. Like could have easily had a video to Maria. I'm drunk, and I don't know. Yeah, like, I feel like he could have definitely let this album live a little bit longer than what he did. Right. Am I ready for new Travis though? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. if it drops tomorrow, you know I'm gonna put it on my fucking I- iPhone and, right. and listen. Like to that's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, feel it. Um, the only thing I, I just don't want him to do, just not yet, I just don't want him to continue that uh, that mustard route that he was trying to go. Oh, at the first. whole lot of loving track. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't have I don't have kind words about that track. Yeah. It's not that uh, it's bad, but it's just like it, it's it feels just, too uh, cheap. Yeah. It feels too cheap. It's too will I am. Yeah. It feels like it feels like a move that Will I Am would have done in like 2015, 2016. Done, yeah, definitely. Um, let's let's get through this last one. It's Kanye West's passionate rant on Ellen. Oh, him? He he on coke. <laughs> sure. He's really like like I've already stated this before. I think that Kanye West has a learning disability, mm-hmm. and that we oh, as people yeah. just disregard him. So. I feel like yeah, I feel like Kanye's mildly autistic. Like he when he gets interviewed, he never looks people in the eyes. But it's not even to assume that he's better than them because it, sometimes he doesn't even give an air of arrogance. Right. He just says shit. But do you believe in what he's saying? Do you well, believe that, you know, I don't even believe he believes what he's saying. He's just saying it just to be controversial. Right. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there is... Because it escalated so quickly, it was just like, let me let me take this and roll with it and get, like, controversy well, stirred around well, my name one, again. I feel like this rant that has accompanied so many rants in the past, I feel like this rant was definitely... He definitely knew what he wanted to say this time, mm-hmm. just because the last one on, like, MTV Video Music Awards, it's just like, it was just rambling off of rambling off of rambling. Whereas he had a lot more organized thoughts. He didn't smoke something. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. He had a lot more organized thoughts. He had more. He had an idea of what he was saying. A lot of different things. It was wild, quiet in that studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone like the, shut the fuck up just to listen the, to him. The white people were just like, "Whoa." Yeah, no, I was crazy. like, I I see the love in his eyes when he makes white people uncomfortable. Yeah, he's just it's Ellen's over here, just like, "Oh, really." Really? I was, yeah. just, I was just trying to dance, Kanye. You want to dance or something? You want to dance? You want to show me how to do the whip and the nay-nay? Sure. <laughs> but it's... Was so intrigued and so petrified at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, because Ellen realizes that her daytime audience is predominantly white. I, I, <laughs> no, I feel like she wasn't ready for that type of shit. Like, her, sh- her, her, her show is very, like, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's very friendly. Very friendly. Very, you know, we're playing games with the guests. Someone's going to pop out the corner and scare Drake or something. Like, some shit like... Yeah. Yo. <laughs> but it was just very, like... 
she wasn't used to that sort of realness, that real passionate. He's there talking about hip hop. He's there talking about creators. He's talking about like real shit that matters. And she's just, you know, usually she's like, you know, so how are you dating Kim? And just like, da, 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 da. you know, all this other shit like that. And I feel like she nor her audience was ready for that. Mm-hmm. I, I like what it was. Um, believe it or not, it's kind of the same as other rants. There's nothing. There's no real like new topic explored. But mm-hmm. I like what it was for that the 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 avenue which it was, you know, ranted on at least. Mm-hmm. It, it, it went pretty well to me. Kanye, one of your better rants to me. Yo, did we talk about the? We didn't even hear the, the Ariana Grande album because there's one specific line in one specific song I'd like to talk about. I haven't heard the album at all yet. I haven't heard. Okay. It either. All right. Well, in the song of future, sure. Every day, (laughs) (laughs) one of the lyrics in the hook is, "He's got that shit that makes me nut." Really now? And I was like, "Yo, she sounds like every Bronx bitch." Ariana Grande, you say? He sounds. She sounds like every ratchet Bronx bitch, or every like every ratchet ass like New York girl that talks about like, yeah, he got that good shit. That's like she sounds, he sounds. She sounds like one of those girls that go outside and mismatch socks and chancletas to I, get fucked. That's funny. I haven't, I haven't listened to it just because, like, that shit is so, that shit is so hilarious. Because we I was got, like, we got this. New she's, st- she's such nut. a hood rat. I, I don't know if the world's ready for that. She doesn't even look like she's grown out of being preaching that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel like she's one of those girls that, like, before you have sex with her, you got to show her, like, a kinko-sized diagram of where her clitoris <laughs> and all the stimulation happens and shit like that. That's funny as fuck, man. <laughs> got to give her a quick sex ed course. Oh, That's shit. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it over the week. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it, like, next week. But I definitely haven't listened to that album. I, I, I was dying, nigga. I was like, I would have expected this from Cardi B. Oh, shit. Yeah, Yo, she got producers hitting her up. Really? No. Yeah, producers... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like like EDM producers, club producers, other shit like that. Like, it's funny. Producers are hitting her up to give her oh. tracks, and I'm like, that's dope. But you know Cardi what? Cardi B. You know what? That's dope. That's dope. Um, let's get to shout the, out to Cardi. Yeah, shout out to Cardi B. Let's get to the eh. the, the second. <laughs> let's think of with the wild. Eh. Eh. <laughs> she cool. Let's go to the second. Like we so. Yeah, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I know. I think. <laughs> I know, because he's been pitching this idea for like a month and a half straight. Because originally when I had my blog, we did the This, Go in, this Goes Indie thing. Yeah. So it was like, This yeah. Goes In, This Goes Indie. I'd highlight a bunch of artists um, that I liked or just wasn't like, just bubbling or just like never got the opportunity on other blogs for some reason or mm-hmm. rather. It was just quality artists. But like, I've always wanted to do this on this one, but I was on, on two belts, but I was always afraid because like people start flagging shit on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And we already got one flag, and like after we got two, a flag, we got a flag for when we did the the ASAP Rocky episode, the ASAP Rocky short shit, which was like our most viewed thing, and then they flagged it, and I was like, "Fuck you guys!" I know. But, um, shout to Sony. Finna pack my um, bags. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it is what it is. But I've I've always I wanted to continue because this gets me like into new artists. Mm-hmm. Like this goes indie got me into new artists. If I'm not if I'm not writing for a blog, I'm really like I don't have time to sort of go out and scope new shit. And I feel like most people don't have that time. And I feel like, you know, we're getting up there. We can have this sort of avenue to sort of highlight people. Ill Roots does it all the time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, and we got, you know, Eric here, so I feel like just the music that we have here as a collective. This mm-hmm. is a collective brain trust. They're literally going to call us tastemakers now. 
Nah, I don't <laughs> I want anyone calling me that. I hate that word. Yo, yeah, I kind of <laughs> tastemakers, buzzwords, like for yeah. the culture. Oh, for yeah. the culture is always a setup. For the culture. Now it's just the... used mad ironically on Twitter. <laughs> for the culture. <laughs> And it's like a picture of that white girl getting punched in the face by that big-ass girl. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, did you see that? They pulled up some wild shit about her vomiting on, like, Yeah, her... it was crazy, bro. That shit oh, was funny God. as fuck. So, uh... Oh, wait, so who's up first? Let's do this for the... Co- All right, so which which artist do we want to go to first? Um, um, Who gets the first pick? I'm going to go... I'm going to go with my... I'm going to go with my pick. So we got Caleb Mitchell. Mm-hmm. He's from New Jersey. He a rapper? He's a rapper. Oh, word. um, I'd say his style is a lot like Chance the Rapper meets like Joey Badass meets like, you know, he's like he's part of the tri-state area, so mm-hmm. he's got that New York City flow, but he's part of this like new era of like kids and you know stuff. So like, it's less, it's less um centralized in a certain like area and more just like music that may sound like different areas. Like it just has a little Chicago feel for it. If we're into Chance the Rapper's latest album, I guess, Coloring Book, this will be sort of falls similar. Falls in that same vein? Yes, falls in that same vein. It's a little Christian-ish, but you know. <laughs> Is he a Christian rapper? I don't think he's a Christian uh, rapper, but he has a lot of faith, and then he puts that in his r- rhymes. And I know that may, I don't know if that turns people off initially. I think that's kind of why I don't re-listen to Chance's album, because I'm not like a big theist. Sure. <laughs> so it's like weird. It's like, uh. Gotcha. Uh. All right, well, uh, it's what it is. Go listen to Juke Jam. I don't know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Juke Jam and mixtape. Juke Jam. Juke Jam sounds like baby Damn. feeling on your booty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like like kids bop feeling on your booty. Like the It R sounds Kelly like song. I'm going to make you mildly pregnant. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So, I'm going to leave some pre-cum in there. Um, We're going to we're gonna get to Caleb Mitchell. I want to play this song. It's called SLS off of his latest um, project, 45. We're gonna play here. I'm I'm gonna play pretty much like the first maybe like minute thirty, minute right, forty five of every song. Cause drop the John, nigga. I, I don't want niggas getting antsy. So um, this <laughs> we'll is never leave me. this is Caleb Mitchell. <laughs> this is Caleb Mitchell. SOS. Yeah. Said that you would never leave me, said you would not forsake me Man, I really need your help, these last few months have been crazy Doctor told my mama that she need another surgery And I can never feel the pain, but I swear it's hurting me Every single day these people wanna try my patience, Lord Scream behind my back and say they really hope I make it out and miss me Looking for the real thing, not another knockoff, Lord, I really need your help but would you ever leave us here? Living in a country where I get shot down Cause I fit the description of a suspect From Trayvon to Mike Brown Once we never talked about Got me thinking that it could be up next Feeling like a boat in the middle of the ocean I got no direction, I'm just drifting Trying to live better, I'm trying to do better But the devil really trying to catch me slipping No lord, yeah My feet tied, I've been chasing these dreams Yeah Shouldn't be distressed out, man, I'm only 17 no, I ain't no hero, no ass on my chest That's why I had to humble myself And send you this SOS like Lord Lord, Lord, I need your help Lord, Lord, I need your help Lord, Lord, 
Yeah, that was Caleb Mitchell, SOS featuring Sam Stan. Um, he reminds me of Gold Link. Really? Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. He, I, I see that like, From the jump, totally reminded me of Gold Link. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like the song. I actually like that song a lot. That beat change in the beginning threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, that, or not the beat change, but the beat drop. That mm-hmm. that shit threw me for a loop. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. I've listened this entire 45 um, project. I listened to it. I've been listening to it all week. It's pretty good all the way through. So, you know, I'm recommending everybody. Caleb Mitchell, 45. Um, whose pick are we going to go to next? Let's see. This is brand, This is spanking new music week, by the way. So, well, Eric's a guest, so I feel like, you know, let him go next. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> Eric's a guest, so let sure. him go. Sure. <laughs> um, we got, which one do you want to go with first? Um, let's go with, um, let's go with the main Tokyo joint first. Sure. All right. So, Made in Tokyo, um, I'm a fan of Uber Everywhere. I think it's kind of dope. Um, haven't heard much from him, but I know mm-hmm. he was at the South by Southwest, did a lot of stuff there. Um, what what, what can you he was He was running around everywhere at South by, yeah. like, it's crazy. What can you say about Made in Tokyo in terms of just, like, do you like him? Do you... Um, so, yeah, my first introduction to Made in Tokyo, I'm pretty sure it was Uber Everywhere. And I, yeah, I definitely fucked with that from the jump. Um, I like him because, like, he's he's among one of the, you know, as as I mentioned earlier, among this new wave of artists that are just getting super popping from the SoundCloud generation and shit. Right. But I like him because, like, first of all, his ad libs are hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Like. Just the way he says them, skirt, skirt, and then skirt, like, skirt. I feel like he's got nice. I feel like he just has like a nice like. He he has a dope personality to him, which really comes out in all of his raps. So yeah, main Tokyo. I I fucked with the uh, I fucked with what was the name of his project? Uh, the you I can't even remember. What, I, you I, are I, you are forgiven. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he's got. Just to it, and I got both of them. They're, I, I'll fuck with both of them joints. All right. This so, one, though, that I uh, sent you, it actually came out like a couple days ago. Yeah, I, I see it. Um, I listened to it. I, I listened to it early in the week, so I was surprised when you. I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, I've heard this." So, yeah. um, yeah, let's get into this made, made in Tokyo. It's called Lamb, um, produced by Left Brain. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Oh, right Left now. Brain of All Future. That's yes. late. Yeah, that's good. I hit it. I think that these niggas would too. When you making money and you acting so new, I ain't really fly. Just cause of base shoes, I don't really like lies on what the fucking news. Never, never. How you got a girl, but she fucking me tonight? Can't fuck with the lanes, you ain't even living right. My team say fuck 12. Yeah. I'm just smoking J's tonight. Yeah. Feeling like the young nigga dynamite. Yeah. Hey. Skr, skr. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I want that new Rari. I want that new money. Small too much, I got much. Back then, she ain't even want me. I want that new Rari. I need some new money. Small too much, I got much. Back then, she ain't even want me. Hey, yeah, yeah. Look at me now. Look at me now. Hey, look at me now. Look at me now. Hey, look at me now. Look at me now, hey, look at me now, 
That was left. That was made in Tokyo, mm-hmm. produced by Left Brain Lamb, and it was. It's a, it's different because it's like usually he like he'll like jump on sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is. It, I guess one of the best descriptions for a track I've heard from him was called suburban trap. Suburban trap. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's very like in the same lane as like Father. It's like the beats are very minimalistic, so mm-hmm. it gives them like a lot of like. Chances to do a lot of crazy shit with their ad libs and yeah. like their voice. First of all, the ad lib, the ad lib evolution over the years. Oh my it's, god, it's just fucking crazy now. Like from like, from like initial ones to like what Cam and like Jim mm-hmm. used to do, and then like, like their ad libs would answer their punchlines. Yeah, and then like Jeezy, <laughs> and then like Gucci, and uh-huh. now it's like. He sounds like a. There's like every rapper has their own different Pokemon sound. Yeah, it's, and his is skirt skirt. His is skirt skirt. His skirt skirt. You, like, and, you open the Pokedex and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, skirt skirt. Made in Tokyo Pokemon. <laughs> that just sounds like it needs to be together. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think so. I think Young Dolph has the funniest ad libs. Which one? Oh, shit. I, I honestly just it's Dolph. Like the way he does it is Dolph. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that he announces that he's there. <laughs> yeah, every single time oh, it's Dolph without fail. That's, Pulled off in a Porsche. That's funny. Pulled off in a race. Carlos, you're up now. Oh, I'm up now. Uh damn, I gotta pick one. All right, so which one? You probably for like the last like three or four months, I've been on like a big grime kick. I don't know if it's because I've listened to so much trap that it's like I'm kind of desensitized to the genre. Sure. So it's like mm-hmm. I looked at like different places for artists and shit like that. And Grime was like, Grime was something like I'd always hear when I'd go to Blanco's house or hear Blanco DJ. Sure. So he'd play it and it'd blend like perfect with trap tracks. So it's like I got to listen to like a couple of the artists. And one of the artists that like recently like came up and I've been following him because he's like just so fucking dope is Stormzy. Because mm-hmm. he got big off of this one track of him like rap, like he was just rapping around his boys and they were just recording it. Right. And it's called Shut Up. And he makes reference to it in this song. It's like a new release of his called Scary. Okay. Um, let's get into Stormzy Scary. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on a radio. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. Um, let's get into it right here on Two Belts Radio. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Fuck it. Two Belts Radio. I'm going away for a bit when I'm back. Nobody's saying my name on the track. When I get nervous, when I stop murking, scam nine five when I'm under attack. Should have thought twice for you open your track. Coming to a nuclear war, distract. You can tell me to sharp. We both say sharp. When I say sharp, I get a plaque. Difference might come true or black. Teams in the front row screaming out crap. Hashtag murky 2016. Oh, you thought who's gonna fall back? They think that I get paid in brand new clothes. Like, why would I mug myself? Plus, Apple Music gave me a brand new show. Little nigga, I'll plug myself. Plug my scene. Plug my guys. This thing's more than a buzz. Don't lie. Wanna be a G? Real fucks don't cry. Look 
Looking at storms that the cunt won't die. Fuck boy, soon get hit with the karma. Leave man pissed like he split with his partner. I ain't got a brand new chain or a rolly. Then I said, Mum, buy a business in Ghana, I'll cut that straight. Stop that, start that, get that weight. Man, talk grease, but I bet that's fake. Don't wait there, never drop no heat. Therefore, I will not check man's tape. Kick a man's face like on back. Blacked out, Addy, that's kicks in my combat. Please don't put no coke in my cognac. Rude boy, suck your mum, I ain't on that. Yeah, pull it up, rewind it. All the gun talk, I don't even mind it. Don't get guessed, cause you got the headline. You only got it, cause I Yo. Yo, that shit was hard, right? That shit, that shit was hard. That shit slapped yeah. like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it's, like, Grime has been building up to this point where it's like, they hear the things that we're doing and the things that are going on in world music, and it's like, it, they, they're they starting to, like, absorb it and make their music more hard-hitting to fit, like, our style, but their flows are different. Good lord, that slap. That slap shit, that shit slapped crazy, right? Shit slapped the fuck their out of me. Their producers are dope, too, son. Like, I recommend, like, the novelist and things like that. I was just chilling with Probably the... My laptop wasn't gonna fall off my damn lap. Yeah, I was just chilling. Yo, that fucking, shit... And then the shit was just like... Boom, 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 boom. Oh, my God, nigga. It's one of my favorites right now. That was incredible. That was yeah, incredible. It, it dropped, like, a, like at least a week after Kumanichiwa, and I was just like, yo, this shit's hard, shit son. Shit is dope. Shit is dope. What y'all think about that? Oh, Skeptis Kanichiwa? I loved yeah, it. I loved it. I loved it because that shit, that shit was a labor of love. And I can't tell it to, like, other New York niggas because they're so New York-centric that, like, British accents and rap annoy them. Sure. Even if the beat is mad hard and they're, like, pumping out lyrics and syllables. Right. Like, they're so, they're so used to trap shit now and New York shit that, like, they don't like it unless it's, like, That's shit that dope, they've heard man. before. I love Kanichiwa. Yeah. Um, let's see. My second pick. I'm going with... Oh, I I love this chick because he introduced me to this shit. This shit was dope. And to me, Justin, OG Johnny 5, introduced me to this chick because um, he was randomly... Um, he was just like, yo, you should listen to this. He put me on to um, How Does It Feel, which is a song by Kamaya. Um, this is a single. It's really jamming. The shit is like a fucking... I'm, that shit is stuck in my head. Also, the ad lib. It's Kamaya. It's like fucking hilarious to me. Um... She's dope. She's like a female MC slash singer, but I feel like most female MCs are singers for some reason as well. Um, she's got this like West Coast feel, but this sort of like New Orleans flow. So it's kind of like a good mixture of everything in it. Um, she's got like cosigns on the West Coast. She got like YG on her on her tape, which is called Good Night in the Ghetto. Um, she's dropped various videos from it. So I just want to get into. I was gonna play. How does it feel? And then I feel like I feel like everyone's gonna be hearing it pretty soon anyway. So I'm just gonna play another record off of it. A good night in the ghetto. No, I'm gonna play off of Good Night in the Ghetto. I'm going to play. Which one is this? Comeback. Um. So yeah, we're gonna get into comeback. This is spanking new music week. I sound more like a fucking radio. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> yo, Apple Music, pick us up. Sure. Um, yeah, let's get into it. It's called Comeback, produced by Trackademics, Kamaya.
thought you were my boyfriend, thought you were my king, thought you were my world, thought you were my everything. Said you hold me down through whatever love would bring. Broke my fucking heart, had to fuck around and leave. Six years of bullshit, I was so young and so clueless. I take you back once you do shit, not knowing how I look stupid. Now you can't stop calling me. Social media stalking me. Why when you had all my love, you didn't give your all to me? That shit was good. Yeah. That shit was good. Very like G Funk vibes. I, f- I liked it. Yeah. It's very retro. Like even the 808s. The 808s sound like. Retro, like, 80s, early 90s, 808s that someone just found on a sound card or on NPC. I need to cop a lowrider right now and drive out to Los Angeles and blast that shit. Yeah, yeah I know. It's pretty dope all the way through. Mm-hmm. Shout, out to, shout out to OG Johnny Five for putting me on. Shout out to Meals for putting me on through Justin's sure. cool ass and shout taste. out to us putting everybody on. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, shout out for the culture. Shut that fuck up for I slap you, nigga. You're doing this for the culture. I ain't doing it for shit. Fuck. Um, Eric, your next pick. Oh, word. Okay, so shit. I just know mostly about, like, I ran across this track maybe, like, a couple of weeks ago. And I think I heard it on somebody's Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And I just asked them what the name of that shit was, and they told me. So I looked it up, and I'm like, damn, like, this shit's kind of lit. Go to a SoundCloud, like, play a couple more tracks. And I'm like, okay, I'm fucking with them. But the one in particular that I sent you is definitely one of my favorites. And I think I think it's kind of getting a little traction, getting popular out there. Like, I feel like other people have probably heard it, but... It's like 6.02 million plays. So I oh, hope well, someone has fucking heard it. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like so, it's got to have reached someone, like, super important in, like, the record industry. And he's from Toronto, and, like, that's, like, a hot market right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. But yeah, the nigga's name is Nav, and the song's called Myself. And he produced it himself. And he produced it myself. Yeah, he produced myself I, by himself. Yes. Myself. All myself. Shout out to All that. Right. Let's get into the record. <laughs> Driving solo, I'm just swerving through my hands. When I'm sober, I just don't like who I am. Pull me up a four and I feel like myself again. Blow me up some dope and I feel like myself again. I'ma break every box they try to put me in. I got a lot of enemies who used to be my friends. Pull me up a four and I feel like myself again. Blow me up some dope and I feel like myself again. I was sober for an hour, but I'm rolling off a bean now. The drugs they give me confidence, I'm saying what I mean now. The Zannies help me slow up, the lean they help me speed down. Ballin', yeah, I'm ballin', I won't hit it if she beat now. Callin', yeah, she callin', your bitch got me on the speed down. Driving through the wrecks, I look at faces, don't see no smiles. It's grimy in the six, who can I trust? I never know now. Spiders extra dark, now my doggy in the dog pound. They say I'm on the come up, but I've been on the calm down. See me doing good, they start to hate, that's how it goes. Now I don't know why they mad at me, I always take ten toes down Driving through my city by myself, that's how I roll Driving solo, I'm just swerving through my hands When I'm sober, I just don't like who I am Pull me up a phone and I feel like myself again Very strong It was very good I feel like I'm getting a lot of, well, yeah, you know He got the Sprite, he's got the codeine 
He's got the yeah, the kind of says it for itself. Right, yeah, yeah. the album art says it for itself. It's, it's it's crazy how like songs could feel like colors because this shit definitely sounds purple. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's actually very true. When you um in most like audio engineering software, sounds are associated with colors. Yeah. So lower sounds are associated with like reds, while like mid range sounds are associated with blues and purples. Oh wow! We just learned some new shit today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's Channel Orange? What's, what's, orange? what's Channel Orange? I don't even know. No, no. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, We got our last pick, Carlos, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was introduced to him once again by um, my friends Ray and Blanco. Sure. Because they play a lot of his, like, instrumental tracks. And this dude's like, every 420, Loud Lord comes out with, like, a new... A new like mixtape of just straight beats. Shout out to the Loud Lord, by the way. And he's part of this group called Swisher Boys. It's him. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, he's <laughs> Loud, Lord. Loud Lord. Yeah, he's fucking. He's fucking dope ass producer. But it's like his beats. His beats are so like they're they're like a place between lo-fi and hi-fi, where it's like like it's just so gritty and hard hitting. Right. It, it's you hard to, to say the name of the mixtape, too. Oh, it's Kush Crazy 4. <laughs> and, like, the series of mixtape covers follow, like, this, like, and, like, it's always, like, a Nintendo-type cover. I feel like he smokes weed. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, this one, Kush Crazy 4 has a GameCube cover, while Kush Crazy 3 had, like, an N64 cover, and the one before that had a Super Nintendo cover. Oh, okay. Shit's is dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to play Sticky by Loud Lord. We're going to play Sticky by Loud Lord. That name is hilarious. Yeah. Dude, they're all like weed metaphors. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You gonna hit it? Yes. All right. In case you didn't know, he also calls GameCube Strain Cube. Yeah, Swisher Boy ah. Strain Cube. Because weed. Strain Cube. <laughs> Yo, he's holding like a pack of Rillos in his hand and a lighter on the cover. Yes. He's like some light-skinned dude. He's mad funny. His productions are always like crazy hard-hitting or yeah. like very like very like overuse of the drums and like samples and synths and shit. Very dope, man. I'm gonna, yeah. What is it, Loud Lord? Loud Lord, yeah. Loud Lord, yes. Shout out to you. That shit was hard. Yeah. Yeah. His beats, like his beats, are literally mad loud too. It's yes. like, like you put it up against like other tracks, like while playing them, mm-hmm. it's like his shit like overpowers it. It's mad funny. It's fucking 
insane. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm looking that nigga up for sure. That shit he up on Bandcamp. All his tracks for, like, his 420 yeah. releases, like Kush Crazy, they're literally 420 uh, when you pay for them. Oh, really? And it's, like, 20, <laughs> it's like, like 18 to 20 tracks sometimes. Oh, nice. So he's on Bandcamp. He's on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Everyone we played was on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or iTunes. So SoundCloud, don't flag us, because... You guys are dicks sometimes. Yeah, you guys suck mad cock. But, you know, you but host this is, us. This is going to be up on SoundCloud anyway. This is going to be up on SoundCloud. And if not, you could just get it off don't iTunes. Be, don't be problematic, SoundCloud. Don't Word. be problematic. Um, but, yeah, man. This was great. I think we had a good variety of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, I feel like we had a good variety. I think everyone's going to come away with something they like. Eric, grab your poster. It looks like it's going to fly away. <laughs> 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 oh shit that's funny as fuck that's the that's the fucking the bass from loud lord bro Boy. just shaking his fucking poster. <laughs> oh man but yeah this was a good episode mm-hmm. eric shout out to you for yo thanks through. for coming through man yeah man okay y'all we're gonna have to we're gonna definitely do this again probably yeah um this was amazing um yeah, I mean, that's it for episode 63. I got nothing else. We gave you spanking new music. We gave you the music news. Gave you Eric. Gave you Eric. Eric was here. So that's always dope. Um, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. All right. Same two belts time, same two belts place. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Fuck, <laughs> but fuck SoundCloud. And we'll end on that note.